Hello, I'm Suzanne. Welcome to our In the Nest Show Christmas Special. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Wasn't that fun? I so love watching those little kids perform. We're going to have a, our Christmas special today is for a couple of reasons. One is to share our program and share uh, events throughout that evening. And I'm so excited for you to see all the wonderful things our little precious early young learners did. But it's also to share with you out there who could do a program of your own. And I really, I want to inspire you. I want to motivate you, and I want to teach you how you can do this too, because this is another way of spreading the message of Christmas all across our schools, all across our country. So this is to help you. You can learn how to do this too. So let's get back, pull up a chair, and let's learn. So why would we put on a program like this? Why would we have a Christmas special? Like I said, the first thing is to share with you and let you see what our Christmas program is all about. And I think like me, then you'll be inspired to want to do it yourself. And so I'm trying to give you some of the strategies and resources that we use at The Nest to put on such a spectacular, beloved annual Christmas program. So I think that when you put on an annual program like this, one of the benefits is you're creating keepsake memories for your school, for your child, most importantly for your child. At our church yesterday, my pastor was saying that when he was a child, I think he said the third grade, he had a part in his Christmas program. And he said, you know what? To this day, those Bible verses that I memorized and the lines that I had in the play I still know to this day, and here I am, a pastor of a church, and it was one of my most wonderful childhood memories. So I also want to put this program on so that you can see in your school, in your church, how do I do that? How do I put on a program that's visually stunning and that gets people in the door? Because if you have a great program and nobody's there, that's why we have great programs, so people will want to come and we entertain them, but we share the simple message of the glory of the birth of Jesus. We also believe that children benefit so much from performing. We love seeing our children build up their confidence from the moment we begin teaching them the Christmas program, and it starts off, they don't know the song, we don't know the song. And we start out talking about it, clapping it out, learning the lines, learning the verses, and then it progresses to what you'll see throughout this episode where we're going to be sharing with you some little snippets from that Christmas program. We again, like to create lifelong memories. But we want children to be a part of sharing Jesus. And this is a way that a child can tell others about Jesus as they are also learning. Uh, we want them to be the ones who are the next generation. Uh, I don't want it to end here. I was that child in a beginner's class early on in my life, and I was part of Christmas programs. And I remember them to this day. I can remember many I have many memories, fond, good, loved memories of church programs. And even when I was a little girl, the school I was in, I was married in the school, public school, by the way, Christmas program. And I remember that to this day. So I, I also want to 
share with you some user-friendly resources so that you don't have to start with zero. You can have some good techniques and strategies. I want to give you some pointers and share with you some ways that you could build your own legacy and your own memories and your own program that parents will come to love and know. And I will say our program is so well received and so memorable here in our local community that it becomes our way of sharing what the Nest School is all about. Because if we're this good at putting on a program with our children, there's also that natural assumption that we also are good at all our other things that we do here at the school. And we are. We have very high standards, exceptionalism in everything we do. And so that does come across in our program. I want children to understand and learn why Jesus came. And with children, multi-sensory methods are very important. And in this way where they're singing, sometimes they're dancing, sometimes they're acting, sometimes they're doing some little fun performance. In that way, the children are now learning how to tell the message of the birth of our Savior, why he came to earth. We have some, sociologically, did you know that when children are small and they're learning things like this, they're developing rituals and traditions, that it's good for their mental and their emotional growth. It's fun. It's a fun way to build up their confidence. It's a fun way to build up traditions. And traditions are important for healthy families, healthy classrooms. They foster an emotional connection between the child and the family, the child and his teacher, the child and how you're running your program. The child becomes very connected, and they're a part. They're not just watching. They're not just observing. They're a part of telling the Christmas story. I want to share with you some of the resources and how we do this. And so I'm going to segue into giving you some specifics, some how-tos. So just to give you an example, here's some good visuals for what I was talking about. This was a sign that we created outside of our performance and families, hey, this is a great Christmas card photo. So you'll see that our kids really enjoyed and our parents really enjoyed this visual. And then this is our, I love this, this is the culmination, this is the nativity scene that we show at the end. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but isn't this just visually stunning and wonderful? You can see why people want to come to our program. And then this slide here is wonderful because I think about the Bible verse and the great host of angels. And this is a great host of angels with their little kids and they're celebrating and we're sharing that story with them. So let's talk now about some resources and techniques and strategies. What specifically do you need to do to put on a great Christmas program? One of the things is, of course, you've got to decide on your theme, what direction you're going to go. I'm very multi visual. I like to have fun. I like to drop some fun numbers in the middle. They're little kids. They like it. It's fun. It's a great way to tell a story. But I also want some very serious, meaningful, I love lyrics from beautiful Christmas music. And so peppered throughout our performance, you're going to always hear the story of Jesus' birth, the Savior, the Redeemer, the Rescuer. And I have several resources, and if you'll click on the uh, information at the bottom of the podcast, you'll see some more references, but let me talk about a few. Brentwood Music, great resource. Mini movies, great resources for songs, and they sell the opportunity to have the rights to stream it, and so they're a wonderful resource, great company. I also like the Skit Guys. These guys are fun. They have some really fun movies. We always remember that in our audience, parents, grandparents, friends, but also 
there's kids in the audience, and kids want to watch the story of the birth in a form that they can understand. It's the Skit Guys is a great company, a lot of mini-movies that you can insert and use throughout your presentation. And the good thing about the mini-movies is it's a teaching opportunity, and it's a way to have the equivalent of a pastor getting up and giving them a message, but you're doing it in little snippets, and also it gives you time to change out your performers, to do costume changes, which my staff says I do way too many of, but I love it. Another company is the Worship House Media Company, and that's another great resource for beautiful, visually impactful messaging. The next thing that I think is very important is props. And you can see I've added a few things here that are visually impactful, that really tell the story, but that really make it fun. Little children dressed up for Christmas. This makes people look at the, uh, the performers and they're sitting at the edge of their seat waiting to see what are they going to sing? What are they going to do? Why are they wearing baker's hats? And why do they have a bowl and a cupcake mix? And what are they going to do? And our little precious uh, three-year-old class this year did a song that included a way in a manger in the song. And all the little girls had babies they were holding, the baby Jesus, and then the little boys were wearing a shepherd's hat. And it was precious. It was like the kind of, I'm a grandmother, and so it was the kind of moment where you gasp and you just say, I'm going to be present. I'm going to enjoy this moment. I'm going to celebrate my little one with Christmas. Another great resource is Canva. And I know there's other places, but Canva is wonderful because they have so many great imaging and videos and graphic designs. And so you don't have to, you don't have to do it yourself. You can go in there and they'd be very specific about typing in the subject and typing in what you're looking for. We pay for a subscription because we use it with our team. Uh, we also want to not have anything blocked. There's so many beautiful visuals and I don't want to not get one because I'm not paying for the subscription. Canva is a great company. We even can use it for the performance and your church, uh, the, the tech guys there will tell you what works for them and what doesn't, but you have to have a way to show your program. And Jeff, I think, do we have some more visuals to show about, to show props and to show our, okay, so this is like awesome to me. I am a former member of Prestonwood Baptist Church in Plano, Texas, and I was in their Christmas program years ago and a member of the choir. I, this starts Christmas for me when I go to that performance and I take my granddaughters and they're now teenagers and they sat beside me this year and we watched this incredible program and this incredible way of telling the message of Christmas. And it, Preston Wood, my, I guess it has to be my favorite part. At the end, they, Pastor Graham gets up and gives the plan of salvation that was told throughout this entire performance. And he says, if you invited Christ into your heart and into your life and you've confessed your sins, he said, would you hold up your phone and turn the light on and let's see how many people do. And there's so many people. I don't know what the numbers are, but it's so powerful. And it, that's the moment when I, I, tears come down my face because thank you, Lord, that through the message, through this Christmas story, people came to know you and they will have a personal relationship with you for the rest of their lives and spend eternity with you. And you see here that we, we do our own little version. So you'll see Preston Wood there. And then look at the nest, how we, you see my big robe there. One of our parents actually made that for us. The, you can involve people, like this is my king's crown that he carries the gold frankincense and myrrh, and my king is carrying this. These props are out there. You just have to do some searching and 
check Amazon and check other places that sell this kind of thing. But it, it'll, and it'll come to you once you select the music. I think the props come easily. And so you could see that this is our, somebody sent me a response text and said, it's your mini gift of Christmas. And ours is called Christmas is Jesus. And that's what it's about. And I hope you enjoy this. And I hope you know that you can do it too. You guys could do it. And I, this is another visually stunning moment. We do a song called When Love Was Born. And we, the children have lighted sticks. And they go through a very long training and learning process. But then this is our kindergarten class. But you see how, oh, when you see this on stage with this beautiful music, these children are at the end holding what it says, Emmanuel, God with us. They hold up these sticks in the form of a cross. And then they take their sticks and they bow and worship Jesus. The children at the end of the practice, it's not just a performance. It's a, it means something to them. And I just pray that someday when they're adults, they'll say, I want to do this at my church. I want to share this with children. And when they become an adult, and so sh this is like such a gift, sharing this with children, because I have that memory, and I've connected it now. It's come full circle. And now as a grandparent and as a uh, leader here at our school, I'm able to share. And then this one, I, the, I talked about it earlier. There's our little three-year-old class, and we're going to meet the th one of the three-year-old teachers in just a moment. She helped get these kiddos ready for this. And look at those kids. They are excited and performing, and they love that they're holding baby Jesus. They love that they're telling the story. They love Jesus, and I'm so thankful. Get props, lots of lights. Just make it visually stunning. This is another number that actually, why would we need baking bowls and cake mixes and large spoons and sprinkles? We'll see these little kids, the actors on the stage, they're acting out this song that's called Baking Up Cupcakes, and it's just a fun Christmas song. It's just, we insert lots of levity in our program and lots of opportunities for oohs and ahs, especially from grandparents and parents. I, but I love this, that children are doing such an incredible way of drawing people in to please listen to the story of Christmas. And that's why we do it. And you guys, you can do this. It's not that hard. I can't wait to hear stories back, feedback. And you guys tell me after this, you know what? Next year, 2024, I'm going to be part of having a vital, wonderful Christmas program in my church, in my school. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make sure my kid is making memories and traditions and setting rituals that will last him for a lifetime. I'm excited to see what you guys are going to do with this. Next up is a very special guest. We have such wonderful teachers here at the Nest. And so Miss Renee Schooley, who's had a, her, her little one at the Nest, and he's now in the first grade, she's going to come on and she's going to share with you as a school, we're doing these practices and getting ready and all these things are set. But when it gets back to the classroom and she's got her little 12, 13 kids in her classroom, what does she as a teacher do to participate in it? What does it mean to her? And how does that change how her kids perceive and take Christmas? How does that change what they get out of the Christmas program? We do have a special guest. She's a dear friend. She's a teacher at the Nest. Uh, she's a mom. We've had her little, uh, he's precious, little Jude here. Miss Renee, I was looking through our, we just came off of our Christmas program. I was looking through our messaging this morning from our parents, and I'm going to read you this. She just sent you and Miss Ashley. We were so impressed. It takes really great teachers to encourage such bravery and great behavior. Thank you, too, for everything you do. 
I'm just going to open it up with that quote because our parents love you. They love you and Miss Ashley for what you do in the classroom. And we have some great images. I think the first image I was going to show is you in your classroom with your students on your little rug, getting ready to have a great day. And I think they're doing, can you tell me what they're doing in this picture? They're something Christmassy. They are telling back the manger story, the whole story. We had uh, our animals, we had our manger, we had Joseph and Mary, and they actually, through the course of this unit, learned the entire story. They could tell it back to us. When we talk about Mary and Joseph, they would hold up their little prop, and they all did so well. They were so sweet. We've talked at some of our podcasts about the fact that our curriculum has biblically integrated, and certainly it's no finer time of the year than when it comes to Christmas and talking about the birth of Jesus, God's only son who came for us to save and rescue us. And so I'm going to start off. You're one of our teachers. You've been here a while. You've taught our curriculum. But your son, Jude, went through our curriculum, and he's now a first grader, and Jude is our verse memorization dude this kid can memorize books of the bible he's and his reading proficiency is off the chart and he's been there all along so I won't get too much into the weeds of our curriculum because that's for another day and another podcast but I would like to talk about how what the program means to you through your son through what it's meant for your family and your son and then we'll talk specifically about the Christmas program so just talk about what does it mean to you why did you put Jude here and what what did that mean for Jude and your family big changes for us with Jude because my other kids are in the public school system, which has been wonderful, but we came into the nest and we knew immediately that it was the right spot for Jude, and it was. He learned, like Suzanne said, he knows all 66 books of the Bible. He loves it. There was, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said a missionary. Well, like children do, that changed, and he then wanted to be a real estate agent. But I told him the great news is you can be a real estate agent, but you can also be a missionary. And he knows that in his daily walk, he already is sharing the love of Jesus with others. So that started here, right here at the nest. And I feel like he just, his little heart his little was... Heart, little heart was, and mind. He's just precious. Mm-hmm. So... Getting it back to the Christmas program, talk about some of the rituals and some of the coming to the Christmas program, which you guys have been doing for a while now. Talk about, are there any rituals now in your family because of getting ready for this Christmas program and what we learn, the fact that they learn the entire passage in Luke about the birth of Jesus. Can you talk about the rituals? Did this affect your family in terms of what you guys maybe do in your home even? Absolutely. Right now, Jude is real excited. We're doing an Advent chain, and each night on the Advent chain, we are reading scripture and talking about how that applies to us, how it applies to Christmas and this special time of the year. The sweet thing is Jude, my older kids are like, oh, Santa, and we talk about Santa, but Jude will always look at his big brother and sister and say, it's really about Jesus. Hmm. So he does remind my older kids, which is a really sweet thing, and they, of course, know, but hearing it from the mouth of the the baby. We participate here at the Nest in Operation Christmas Child, and we do a lot of boxes, and we send them out. Can you make that connection, because we're teaching children about giving, not just receiving, but giving at Christmas. Can you tie that in? We're teaching them to give your talents to the Lord. God gave you this ability. Let's give it back to him. Can you talk about how Operation Christmas Child and 
teaching children to use their talents to glorify God. How does that tie together? Do you see a connection? Absolutely. The kids, I get the kids out of the car in the morning, which is my favorite thing in the world. When they came in with their little Christmas Samaritan boxes, they had put those together and they were so proud to give to children that didn't have as much as they do. And so all of them were skipping out of the car, Miss Renee, I, I bought this, I bought that. And so I think it is, it, it's teaching our kids to be giving and to know that there are kids that don't have the same luxuries as we do, toys and all the things. But and like, why do we do what we do? Why do we do this program? To teach children to give, mm-hmm. to tell the story. They take the time, they memorize, they learn, they practice. So talking about practice, we have chapel here, of course, at our school. And then you take the kids back to the classroom after chapel. And you have some responsibility in the classroom for teaching kids songs and some of the motions and so forth. Can you talk about what does the classroom look like during December here at the Nest? What do you and Miss Ashley do in the classroom to help the kids get ready? Because schools out there, teachers out there, directors, you guys are going to have to get some help. And help is right there by your side when you have these incredible qualified, incredibly talented teachers. And they're also motivated. They want their kids to get on stage. You saw her class a while ago in one of those uh, clips. She wants her babies to get up there and look awesome. And they do. So talk about what the classroom looks What's it look like when the kids come back to class and you've got some work to do, Miss Ashley? So after we come back from chapel, first thing we tell them is, oh my goodness, we really praise them. And we tell them how great they did. And to remember, we're going to be doing that for our parents. And they're going to be so proud, too. But we do a lot of just singing the song with the music. But we also sing it without. So they're actually learning the the words. They're learning the motions. And I think that's the best thing for practice for them at that at the, at the age I have, which is three-year-olds, is to just sing the words, do the motions over repetition. And then they're proud of themselves. We reward them in the classroom. If someone gets up and will sing, we'll reward them with a little, friends, look what this friend did. How brave, how exciting. So there's just a lot of praise and a lot of encouragement from their friends. Peer encouragement is sweet, too, because they're all proud of each other. So it's a sweet time in our classroom. It's a busy time. Very busy. I talk about teaching children the story of the birth of Jesus and all the messaging that's in that. It's a responsibility, I believe, that we have. But as a Christian yourself, do you see this as an opportunity for you to get into the worship of Christmas? Absolutely. Talk about that. Absolutely. We, our kids at three learn their scripture verse each time and every time they learn it and master it and are able to say it, we celebrate because we think that earns a party. So each time that they do their scripture verse, we really make a big to-do of it. But But don't um, you send a video recording to each parent of their child. Every month we learn Bible verses here at the Nest. And don't you send that? Don't you record it? Tell, Tell me about how that came about because I bet parents love that. In our classroom, we do the verse every day, multiple times a day. Um, In December, it is Luke 2-7, and they have the motion of swaddling baby Jesus and lying him down, and they like that. They feel, when we let them hold the baby, we tell them, you're holding precious baby Jesus. Hold his head. Look at him. What would you tell him? And we let our little kids tell Jesus, I love you, Jesus, so much, and they say it 
as if Jesus is in their arms. They all think it's very precious, very special. We just have fun with it, and we make them know that this is such a big time of the year, and it's not because of all the activities or the presents. Um, and, and they all know it's about the birth of Jesus, and it's a sweet thing. When we get into, which our next segment is in the news, and we talk about what does research say about children memorizing and children reciting and children performing and children giving their talents? What does research tell us about the benefits to the child? You know what, Ms. Renee, you've been such an incredible guest. Would you mind coming and just sitting beside me while we do our news segment? Sure, I'd love to. And we're back, and we're at an exciting part of our show called In the News. There's so much information out there, and I personally am a great researcher. I love to see what other people are saying and to hear what the research and the trends are and to hear what works and what doesn't work. And so I love to bring you these articles because I want you to go back and read them. There's some really great stuff in here. So I'll do my job if I'll look out there and pull out the biggest and the best research that's showing. But this is a really great one. Let me put my glasses on here. There's a really great one that I came across, 10 Scary Things That Today's Kids Think. I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know, but the research and what kids are thinking, there's 10 sobering realities that today's kid is dealing with, and we need to be aware of that when we're developing curriculum and when we're developing programs for our kids. And the idea that Jesus is the only, he seems intolerant in this politically correct culture, that the Bible teaching is bigoted and intolerant. They refer to your truth and my truth. It's not that. It is a, it's Absolutely the not. truth. God's truth is the truth. That is the, that's where morality generates from. They celebrate others regardless of their behavior. They disagree with the idea that humans are sinful by nature. In a preschool, we do get that, don't we? <laughs> don't we, Miss Renee? <laughs> Even we, in preschool, We yes. do see that. And I think back on my childhood and things that, that naturally I thought of. And you have to be taught not to do things. Right. A lot of times, not taught. You don't have to teach a child to tell a little lie when did you take the cookies that I told you not to take. You don't have to teach them to lie, do you? That's right. It comes naturally. It it comes naturally. (laughs) I think that this is a great article and I hope you'll pick up this article. And The next one I wanted to talk about was, it's called Worship, Using Christmas to Teach Children About Jesus. Don't you think we really go all out here, Miss Renee? All out. Absolutely. We use this message and this messaging through our program and through our curriculum, certainly, to teach kids. We try to capitalize on these moments in their lives. And Christmas ends up being something that the community gets together and the community celebrates. And so bringing people together in an auditorium and putting on a Christmas show, it really falls in with what that's saying is this is worship. We're teaching our children to worship, and we're experiencing that with them. We're capturing their imagination. We're capturing their heart through these dramatic and beautifully significant programs and songs. We don't have to write the songs. Miss Renee, I've never come in and asked you to write a song, have I? Absolutely not. <laughs> but we just use the songs that are already out there. Yes. And I know sometimes you guys, when you first come in, you don't know what I've got planned in right. chapel for the kids. And I watch my staff when I'm singing a new song and they're over there, they're praising, they're celebrating, they're going, oh, I love this song. I never heard it before. I love it. It's exciting. It, when we get our songs, we're like, oh, yes. And, we're, and it is. It's a worship time for me, too. When my little people are worshiping, I am feeling the same things that they are when we are worshiping. Absolutely. So. And when they come back to class from chapel, 
They're how, how you describe it. How are they after they've had their Bible lesson and they're singing and they're worshiping? They love it. They are all smiles, happy, ready to play, ready to use the message. A lot of times being kind to one another. And they, when we remind them, remember what Miss Suzanne said in chapel today, we're going to be really kind to our friends and show the love of God. And they're great. They really use the chapel time as a special yeah they don't like it when it gets heart. canceled i can tell you that <laughs> they don't want to miss their they don't want to miss their chapel time they're singing the last article i'm going to share with you is called grow where you're planted teaching kids to use talents wisely children need to be safe when they're practicing or when they're learning something and then if children are safe and nurtured and they love where they are then they'll give themselves permission to even make mistakes and we can laugh it off and we can say, let's try that again. Let's try it. We can do better. They'll practice something. And when you're teaching somebody something, I know somebody said to me one time when I was frustrated and I couldn't do something and I was like, oh, I can't get this. And they said, nobody was born learned. You have to teach things. And as an adult, so as a matter of fact, doing this podcast and teaching people like me, my other grandparents that I love and that are going to be watching this, teaching you how to, how do I get it every week? How do I, what do I do to make sure I don't miss anything? Grow where you're planted, using your gifts and talents for the Lord and teaching them, encouraging them, supporting them, helping them make a contribution. Children don't have any money, do they, Miss Renee? No money. No, no money, no fun. They don't have any money, but they have talents that God's given them and they can give. And we say this very clearly to our children. You are giving a gift to your grandparent that's in the audience. You're giving a gift to everyone out there. Maybe they're lonely. Maybe they're, they don't have a lot going on this Christmas. Maybe you're the only connection. Maybe you're the only soft, gentle, tender moment they're going to experience. It's important that you do it well. You share your talent. You share your gift. You share your life with the people that are sitting out there. It means something. There's a meaning to Christmas, and there's a way that children can help share it. I hope that during this process, we've encouraged you and inspired you to do this yourself. This is one school, one community, one group of parents, one group of grandparents and our friends and family, but we really want this to spread. We really want other schools to do an incredible program and to think it through and to add all the glitter and glitz and glamour for the purpose not of the glitz and the glamour. The purpose is to make it a fun experience make it an experience that people will want to attend. They don't attend, they can't hear your message, and we'll be sharing ours through presentations on our video. And, but we really hope that we've inspired you and motivated you to take this on. You've got a whole year to get ready for next year. We do start practicing in October here, so I will tell you that for the performance that you're seeing, and if you go to our Nest School and watch our whole Christmas program, you'll see that it's quite involved. And obviously, the children have spent time. They've obviously practiced. Our teachers have practiced. We have a lot of costume changes. We have a lot of uh, production uh, that goes on behind the scenes. And everybody does an incredible job at that. But we hope that we've inspired you and given you the tools to do this yourself. It's, if you have to start from zero, maybe that'll be intimidating and you won't do it. But I hope that all the resources and the music source and the way to put together a presentation, the way to place to get graphic design, how to incentivize your staff to become part of it. And you have to sell rather than tell. I'm a big person on sell rather than tell. Get them excited. Get them on board. And then they'll do that part in the classroom and they'll get down to the level of that child and they'll be helping and sharing and promoting and teaching that child to be able to do the presentation. So this has been really exciting, Miss Renee. I'm so thankful you were here with me today. And you and we've got so many incredibly talented teachers here, and I can't wait for you to meet them all. 
in future podcasts, we'll just be able to meet the whole crew. So thank you for sharing in the news. Thank you. So the best way to tell you more about our future podcasts is to show you this great little trailer that we've put together. And this will give you some information about what you can expect coming up. I'm Suzanne. And I'm Crystal. And we're coming to you from the set of our new show, In the Nest. Which has just been a really sweet blessing for our entire family. We like lids. There you go, tip and trick number two. <laughs> yes, <laughs> lids. Always. Helps keep your classroom clean, helps my stress level stay down. And that is amazing. It's so enjoyable to listen and learn from a great teacher. I just think they're having fun. But you'll see them giggling because we, we make it fun. We have to balance on one shoe. There, I accidentally left it on the shelf behind me. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's here. It's in your hand. And I, I just like the way it rolls. And today we have one of my favorite people on is our special guest, Miss Kendra Estrada. When you're confident, you can make a mistake. You'll say, I'm going to try it. And our kids try it. If I've got a drifter, I like to move myself closer to that particular little friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed so hard because that's true. Is that we study the industry. This is a fun little tip and trick. Don't always sing it but we can talk about it. We go and we use your amazing curriculum. Getting their creative juices flowing. Why in the world would we think we could do a podcast, Miss Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> we are about to share some information about this very successful school and curriculum and innovative tools and tools for, for teachers and tools for the classroom. We wanna be sure that we tell others about it. We get so much great feedback from parents. Our students do so well. We have such an incredible teaching staff that we wanted to share it with you. We just see these little minds working so hard every day. And we just wanted to share what we do here at The Nest because it's pretty special. And we stay on top of trends and there's a lot of new things that come out all the time. And each show, we're gonna share that. We're gonna talk about something that's news. And then we're gonna tell you, how do we do that at Nest School? How did we add that to our curriculum? We hope you'll join us every week because we're gonna be on every week. <laughs> I was just over there. I know, I went, what? Huh? 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 She goes, what are you doing? I'm like, we're not on. Okay. Serious. On a more serious. We're going to embrace the chaos. I love that they kept the bloopers in our podcast trailer. We're so happy you came today. We're so happy that you watched our Christmas performers. We hope that you'll catch us on when we put the whole program out. And we also are really excited to invite you to join us every Monday on our podcast when they come out. We hope that you'll share and invite friends. It's very important. We're trying to get our story out so that more schools, more children can be blessed by the nest and by our information and our resources and our guides. Miss Renee, as we wrap up our show today, I want to be sure that I share with others, how do I catch all these shows that you guys are putting on? How do I learn all this stuff? And I actually did this for you at our Christmas party the other night. So I have a digital card. And so you'll, you're seeing that on your screen right now. So if you can go just scroll through and follow the instructions, because I need really clear, explicit instructions. Here they are on our digital card. Be sure you subscribe on Spotify. There are other podcast sources. Coming up, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter. Apply to be a guest and PodVision website. So everything you need to know, the trailer is down there, and then share this card. You can tap on that card, and you, it creates a QR code. You hold it up to your uh, friends or family, and then they can get on it. 
too. See that the digital card? It says there at the bottom. So this is how you watch future podcasts. This is how you connect with us. This is how you stay in touch with these fabulous teachers like Miss Renee and learn things from them. They've got lots of great ideas, and I'm excited for you to be learning more from them. Thank you for tuning into the show today. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you'll tell me, share with me what you did. And I, you know what? I'm committed. I'm going to do this. And just like I, it's funny because Prestonwood is so awesome. They're so big. But I did get inspired by Prestonwood. And I said, we can do our version of this. And we can have people leave saying, I just heard the story of Christmas. And Christmas is Jesus please join us. Please share. Please come back every week. We'd love to have you. Thank you for coming today, and please join us January 1st.